0: Good morning, church. So good to be with you. How was Thanksgiving? Everybody had a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, Yeah, ate a lot? How many of you actually went shopping on Thursday night? Oh, just you, Keith. I thought it would be a female. It's a guy. Yeah, right on. You rock, brother. (laughs) All right. Um, This morning is the first advent of Christmas, the Christmas season. And I wanted to revisit one of my favorite all-time Bible stories related to Christmas that's in the Bible. And so this morning we're going to look at the story of the shepherds. And so if you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to Luke chapter 2. And we're going to begin in verse 1. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. And it says this. It says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree... That a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor in Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David A son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. This will be a sign to you. You find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven... The shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary, she, she treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then it says, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen which were just as it had been told them you'll notice that in this passage of scripture that the shepherds receive a very unusual gift they receive this gift of good news the angel say i bring you the angel says i bring you good news that's an unusual gift the gift of good news the gift of good news that today a savior has been born to you he is the messiah the anointed one the lord the shepherds received this unusual gift you see the people of god have been waiting. They've been waiting for a long time for the promised Messiah, the anointed one, the one who would rescue and save and liberate God's people. And I think it's really neat that of all the people that God could have chose to receive this unusual gift of the good news, to be the very first to receive this gift, one of the very first It could have been some high-class CEO. It could have been some middle-class person. But it ended up being a lowly group of shepherds, a poor group of shepherds. They received this unusual gift, the gift of good news. The gift of good news. Now, I want to talk about gift giving. Since this, this is the season of gift giving, I want to revisit the theme of re-gifting. This is an interesting thing, re-gifting. Here's a definition of re-gifting. It says, re-gifting is the act of taking a gift that has been received and giving it to somebody else, sometimes pretending that it is a new gift. And so the jury is out. Some people say it's okay to re-gift. Other people say, hey, it's a no-no. Shame to re-gift. And so let's take a poll here. If I want you to raise your hand really high if you think that re-gifting is okay. Whoa. Don't be friends with these people. <laughs> and how many of you think re-gifting is a no-no? no no Oh, only a few of you. Yeah, okay. Make friends with those few. <laughs> yeah. Regifting is interesting. Some people say it's okay. Some people say it's not okay. Um, my guess is that it probably happens more often than we think. Diane, true? Oh, man, Yeah. One amen. Anyone, anyone else want to say amen to that? Oh, <laughs> oh you guys are good. I was going to say, "Thou shall not lie." <laughs> it's the ninth commandment. My guess is that we all probably uh, regift a gift or two. It's kind of like this. I I kind of imagine um, that some of us probably on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day we open our gifts, and I brought some gifts that. Uh, that have I've uh, received over the years. And so we open our gifts and then we kind of like uh, make two piles. We make one pile the keep pile. <laughs> and then we have this other pile that's the re-gift pile. And then we probably have another pile that says the return pile, but we won't go there. That's uh, for another day's sermon. And so I got here an iPhone, ooh, <laughs> sorry, it's a keeper, man, I can't give that to you. How about uh, a book A five love languages, how about that one, Adam, you want that one? Nah, it's a re-gift, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about this, Apple Watch, oh, someone really loves me, yeah, that's a keeper, dude. That's all. Oh, any apple is a keeper. Anything apple related is a keeper. How about this? What is this? This is, Oh, it's a. Yeah, you're right. It's a bunt pan. Is that a keeper? Nah, that's a re gift. No one wants no bunt. Why, why would you want a bunt pan? It's a. Like, ah, oh, it's re gift. Re gift. Yes. How about this? Let's see. Ah, oh, Kate Spade bag. Who gave this to you, hon? Was it your sister? Oh, okay. Is it a keeper or a re gift? Re gift, guys? Yeah. But I, I hear that wallets and purses usually have money in them. So we'll just keep the money. Yeah, we'll keep the money and we re gift the bag. There you go. How about this? Oh, man, we got this many years ago, hon. This is a spinning spa brush. You'd keep it, Tanya? No way. This is like a total re-gift. Man, this is a re-gift. Did somebody give that to me? You did? No, okay. I was like, I was trying to choose things that nobody gave to me from here. How about this one? This is a black and decker. Who is like very Keeper? yeah you're right re-gift right claire yeah re-gift they're smart they know regift. gift mad we don't have too much keepers though okay how about this it's a mug yeah yeah re-gift re-gift how about this whoa dallas cowboys jersey Okay, we'll, re- we'll re-gift it this season. Okay, okay, we'll re-gift it this, this season. Dude, how about this? San Francisco 49ers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> this, this morning, Bert was like, how come you trying this on? I'm like, he's like, is that your second favorite team? I'm like, no, this year they're my first favorite team. Yeah. So, so the, the gifts that you really like, you like put it on right away. So, yeah. That's like, that's like totally keeper. Yeah, that's called a fair weather fan. The Bible says that those guys are double-minded, unstable in all their ways. Yeah, that's me. Oh, how about this one? Oh, I got a There's a card. And in the card is, whoa, gift card, like Jamba Juice. Is that a keeper? Oh, that's a keeper. Yeah, that's on the keeper side. Yeah, here you go. Since you were the loudest, Claire, you can keep it. That's for you, Claire. Yeah. Wow, that's a keeper. But isn't that uh, kind of uh, what we do sometimes? We keep certain things and we re-gift other gifts. And sometimes we don't even wait until Christmas day to like start re-gifting. <laughs> it's like sometimes you uh, get a gift from a coworker that you weren't expecting to get a gift from. And you're like, oh, I didn't buy her anything. And so what you do is like you go home right away and you kind of open up that gift a little just to see the, the, um, the, the estimated value of how much she spent on you. And then you dig through your, uh, under your tree for the gifts that you received and you kind of peek. You open the wrapper a little bit, peek, and you're like, oh, this is about 10 bucks. That's how much she spent on me. And so you take off the tag and you slap on a new tag and you're like, the next morning you come to work and you see your coworker, and you're like, hey, my good friend, I got something especially for you. And she's like, oh, you shouldn't have. And you're like, No, no, no. No, My pleasure. And so you bless her with a re-gift. Yeah. But she thinks it's a brand new gift, but it's a re-gift. And so we do that all the time. We re-gift certain gifts. I may have probably re-gifted a a gift or two in my lifetime. After all, I'm Pake. (laughs) That's what Pakes do. (laughs) Uh, Um... When we think of re-gifting, we think of it in negative terms. But let me paint an alternative picture of re-gifting for you. Consider this with me. A, mo- a mother and a daughter are together. And it's the, daughter's, the grown daughter's special day, you see. The grown daughter is going to get married. It's her wedding day. And so mom and grown daughter, they're together. They have this intimate moment alone. And mom brings out this beautiful pearl necklace and she says to her daughter, my mom gave me this necklace on my wedding day and I'm going to give you this necklace on your wedding day. Isn't that a beautiful picture of re-gifting? This this Christmas season, I'm going to ask you to do something unusual. I'm going to ask you to re-gift the gift. I'm going to ask you to re-gift the gift. Let's get back to the text in Luke chapter 2. We saw that the shepherds, they received from this angel of the Lord this unusual gift. The gift of... Of the good news that today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. He has they received this unusual gift, the gift of the good news. And then watch what happens next. In verse 16, it says they hurry off and they find Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, who is lying in a manger. And then, watch what happens next. Listen carefully. Verse 17. It says this. It says, When the shepherds had seen the baby Jesus, they spread the word. They spread the word. They, the shepherds re-gift the gift of the good news. They spread the word. They they rebroadcast this good news. The shepherds receive this gift of the good news of Jesus Christ, and they don't keep it for themselves. They re-gift it, and all the people that receive this re-gifted gift, they're amazed, they're excited, they're astonished. See, the shepherds they receive this unusual gift. And they re-gift it. They re-gift the gift. I think you would agree with me that good news is so needed today. There's so much bad news out there. So much evil, so much despair, so, so much hopelessness. These are uncertain times. But for the church... This is the most opportune time. You see, I believe that the good news of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. And the responsibility for bearing, for preaching, for re-gifting the good news of Jesus Christ has been given to the church, to you and I. Like the shepherds, many of you have received the gift of the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't keep it to yourself. This Christmas season, I'm asking you to re-gift it, to re-gift the gift. And some of you you might be thinking, man, yeah, I want to re-gift the gift, but I don't know how to preach the gospel. I, I don't know how to share the good news of Jesus Christ like you do. Well, let me just say this. Words are not the only way that we preach the gospel. Sometimes the greatest way that you can preach the gospel, sometimes the greatest way that you can re-gift the gift is through your actions, through your acts of love and kindness and compassion. There's this quote that's often attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, and the quote is this, Preach the gospel, and if necessary use words preach the gospel and if necessary use words that is a powerful statement what that statement means is this when you treat the tired cashier at walmart or target with dignity and respect in jesus name you are preaching the gospel you are re-gifting the gift when you feed a hungry family in Jesus' name, you are preaching the gospel, you are re-gifting the gift. When you say something encouraging to you to your coworker to make their day better, you are preaching the gospel, you are re-gifting the gift. When you bless someone with a random act of kindness in Jesus' name, you are preaching the gospel. You are re-gifting the gift. There are lots of opportunities to re-gift the gift, to preach the gospel, and if necessary, to use words. There's a lot of broken and hurting people in our world, even in our sphere of influence. They're at work, they're our neighbors, they're at our schools, they're among our family and friends, they're everywhere. Will you be a re gifter this Christmas season? Will you re gift the gift of the good news of Jesus Christ? Just like the shepherds, many of you have received. The gift of the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't keep it to yourself. I'm asking you this Christmas season will you re gift it? Would you say to the Lord each morning, Lord, let me do more than merely go to work or go to school, Lord, let me do more than sell a product. Inspire me to go beyond just providing a service. Enable me to touch a human life in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, I'll re-gift the gift. Lord, you can send me, I will re-gift the gift. Will you be a re-gifter this Christmas season? Will you re-gift the gift of the good news of Jesus Christ that today In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Let us pray.